Hello, and welcome to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is your one-stop shop for all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Our goal is to help you make fitness and nutrition a part of your life, not your whole life. We discuss a variety of topics, including faith, self-awareness, sustainability and consistency, training programs, grocery store navigation, and how to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt or remorse. There is a lot of noise out there in the world of health and fitness, so we're here to provide real, reliable, and practical answers and recommendations that will keep you moving forward on your journey. My wife Ashley and I are your hosts, and please do not hesitate to reach out on social media to say hello, ask questions, or comment on this week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Right, welcome back. This is episode 142, and today I am outlining exactly why every exercise should be done on tempo. So first, we need to start with a definition and explain what is tempo. In case you're not familiar, tempo is the cadence of the movement or the cadence at which you're performing the exercise. And tempo is always written the exact same way. You'll either see it in th- with three digits or four digits. Personally, we write ours with four, but you will sometimes see three. And I'll explain why we use four digits instead of three here in just a moment. But regardless of if you use three or four digits, the order is the same. So I'm going to provide an example here, two examples, one being the squat and one being the pull-up because those two movements start with different m- We'll call them different contractions. So on a squat, as you're standing tall, the first thing that happens is you descend into the bottom. So there's an eccentric contraction going on or lengthening of the muscle. On a pull-up, it's the exact opposite. On a pull-up, the first thing that happens is there's a concentric contraction in which the muscles are shortening because your lat and your bicep are pulling to the top. That's why I want to use these two examples. So Tempo is always written the same way, and that is the first number listed is the eccentric phase of the movement. The second number listed is the first isometric hold. So when I'll translate this over to the examples once I'm done, but you'll see how that correlates. The third number is the concentric contraction or the shortening of the muscle. And the fourth number is your second isometric position. So let's use these examples. On a squat, let's say the tempo was written as two, zero, X, and one. The two means two seconds on the eccentric phase or the way down on the squat. So you would squat down for two seconds. The zero is what's happening at the bottom of the squat or where the first isometric position would be. Now, since it's a zero, that means there is no hold. So you would start coming back up. The third number in that example was an X. Now, if there's an X, it means explode up or there is no tempo. So move as quickly as you're able under the load. And then the fourth number there was a one. And that's at the very top. That's the second opportunity for an isometric position. And it's a one. So it's just a one second hold before you start the next rep. Again, 
That was for a squat, and the tempo was 2, 0, X, and 1. Now on a pull-up, let's use that same tempo, 2, 0, X, 1. I mentioned that the first number is the eccentric phase. Well, on a pull-up, we first have to get to the top of the bar before we can lower down or go through that eccentric contraction. So on a pull-up, this is how that tempo would look. The 2 is two seconds on the way down after you've already gotten your chin over the bar. So imagine your chin's over the bar, you're lowering down for two seconds. The zero is the bottom position or that dead hang position. And since it's a zero, there's no time there. So then you can immediately go into the X, which would be the concentric contraction or the actual pulling up on the bar to get your chin over top. And then the one is that time above the bar. And since it's a one, that's one second pause above the bar before you reset. So hopefully, even though it's much easier to visualize that, I explained it in a way that you could follow along because those same tempos apply to those two different movements. Even though the numbers are in the same order, the tempo actually occurs in different places, so to speak. But that's tempo. It's the cadence at which you're performing the exercise. Now, the reason why we prioritize tempo so much is because what the research has shown. And the research has shown a lot of things in regards to tempo. It's been suggested that the optimal time under tension for strength gains should be anywhere from 2 to 20 seconds, depending on the number of repetitions per set. Uh, research has shown that for hypertrophy training, the optimal time under tension is likely 20 to 70 seconds per set. It's believed that mechanical tension is the primary driver of muscular growth, which mechanical tension is related to time under tension, which has also been associated with a more rapid rise in things like protein synthesis, uh, insulin growth factor, mRNA expression, all things that are essential to getting bigger, stronger, faster. We also know through research that lengthening exercises or eccentric exercises are associated with a more rapid rise in those um, things that I just mentioned, IG, uh, or insulin growth factor, which is IGF-1, mRNA expression, protein synthesis, etc. And when eccentric phases are extended, we also know that that can potentially limit power output in the subsequent or the following concentric phase, meaning there are instances where we don't want to prolong the eccentric phase because it might limit our ability to express power in the concentric phase. So, there is a lot of research surrounding tempo. But all that said, tempo is essential to an effective training program. It determines the time under tension for each set, which as we just discussed is directly correlated to mechanical tension, which is believed to be the primary driver for muscular growth. And it's important to keep in mind that as the number of repetitions increases, the tempo for that exercise will likely decrease in order to stay within that desired time under tension window, which as we mentioned earlier for muscular growth is somewhere between 20 and 70 seconds. So you can imagine if there are 10 repetitions in a set, if I would put an insane amount of tempo on it, let's say five seconds on the way down, five second hold at the bottom, five seconds coming up to the top, I'm using a squat in my head as I'm explaining this, and then a two second hold before the next rep, well that's 17 seconds per rep, 170 seconds in the set. That's well beyond that 20 to 70 second 
uh, interval or not interval range. So there are instances in which the tempo is absolutely going to be adjusted based on the number of repetitions or the volume within the session. Now, tempo is also dependent on the desired stimulus of the session or of that particular training cycle. Meaning if the goal is power development, we're likely not going to assign excessive tempos to exercises because it's been shown that extended eccentric phases potentially limit power production or power output. If the goal is hypertrophy, we're not concerned about power output. So we're likely going to increase that tempo based on the number of repetitions that are within the set. If the goal is the development of stability, um, strength, or just capacity in specific positions or through an entire range of motion, Maybe we drastically increase the tempo to where we're holding and moving through that range of motion with a really, really prolonged amount of time under tension. That could be the case. Tempo is very flexible and very effective in generating the stimulus that we're looking for. Tempo itself is often overlooked even though it is so powerful. You know, you think about programs, especially group programs, high-intensity group programs like CrossFit, Orange Theory, F45, it's all about speed. It's all about how quickly can we get things done as opposed to time under tension. How long can we hold this position? How well can we move through this range of motion with specific time constraints? All of those things are often overlooked in these high-intensity group models, and the research has clearly shown that there is immense benefit to slowing down and extending that time under tension. So that is why we place so much emphasis on tempo because it has clearly been shown through the evidence to be an effective tool in moving toward our goals, especially as it relates to muscular strength and muscular growth, as well as just foundational adaptations like endurance, stability, capacity in various positions and movements. So that is why we place so much emphasis on tempo. It's because faster is not always better. So if you are interested in experiencing tempo training, specifically how we've combined tempo training and interval training to create what we believe to be the most efficient and effective program across the industry, please click the link in the show notes and that'll set you up with a seven-day free trial to any one of our fitness tracks. So build, move, or perform. And there are descriptions of each of of those there for you so you can make an informed decision. But This is your opportunity to check out how we utilize what has been clearly proven in the research to be effective to create these really awesome training programs that move you towards your goal. Hopefully, that conversation provided you some insight into exactly where our head's at when it comes to training programs and the fact that we do utilize evidence-based concepts to create the most efficient and effective workouts for you. As always, we appreciate you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in, or if you're here with us each and every week, Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our thanks and gratitude. We are so incredibly blessed to have your support, and we could not continue to show up week in and week out if it were not for you. If you enjoy what you hear on this channel, 
please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. Lastly, if you don't follow us across all of our other social media accounts, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Our handles are either ballistic.performance or ballistic performance across all of those platforms. Or you can check us out online at trainballistic.com. Again, we appreciate and love you so much, and we hope you have a fantastic week.